Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Anime Brothers Podcast. I am your sweaty host, JD the Simple here, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Mr. Earthworm the Mighty, who is looking obviously interested in something else. How's it going, bud? I was just, yeah, I was completely <laughs> off in my own head. We I were, saw you go, wow. Literally right before we were, we were recording. If, you, if you're a podcaster out there, yeah. you might have heard, but um, Craigbot on Discord is now mm. behind a paywall. Yeah. If you're not a podcaster, you probably don't give a shit or care, but um, it makes it kind of difficult for us, so I was kind of contemplating like, oh, maybe there is a way we could do this. <laughs> And a bunch of our soundproofing on our walls just fell off. Ah, uh, wonderful. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> oh, don't mind me. I'm still here. So, yeah, nothing that actually pertains to this episode or anything interesting for content-wise, but definitely I think I might have figured out a solution to what oh, we're Oh, so doing. you already have a solution for I the problem. I think I might. I'm All not right. 100% sure, but like I like that. I threw some jerry-rigging of uh of like eight different fucking things. I think we can make this work. Okay. Anyway, we're going yeah. let's get on to well, some important well, stuff that people hello care guys. about. Hello guys. Hello everyone. Welcome to the episode. Uh today is going to be kind of like a fun episode for us in a way. Because uh, we're bringing in some articles again, yeah, uh, sort or at of. least Earthworm is this time. Kind of. What uh, what we're gonna do for this episode is uh, we are going to let Reddit essentially pick the questions that we will answer. I'm gonna scroll through r slash anime on Reddit, and I am going to I have found and I am going to find if we you know have some more time, I'm gonna find some uh, some cool stuff that the people of uh, of the internet specifically Reddit Reddit <laughs> are. Uh, are asking about anime, you know? So some broad discussion stuff, maybe some specific things if there's a question about a show that we've both seen. But yeah, we're going to do some broad discussion, internet topics, as well as our patron Q&A. So uh, pretty much we're answering the world's questions today. Pretty much. We got some good uh, Patreon questions because some new ones have asked some questions. True, you know? true. That, that's good to know. And uh, yeah, just all around going to have a good time today. It's a little bit hot out here for us in the Northeast. so It's uh, humid is the real problem. Like bear people, with us here. People um, from Arizona are like, ah, oh, it's not 110. Shut the fuck up. But it's it's like it's moist out and moisture it, plus heat. Hit 90, it, moist and all that. You're sweating, sitting still. It ain't good. Like we can have this, you know, it's a regional debate. Dry heat's worse or humid heat's worse. But like just living where we do, we have to be on the side of humid heat's worse because yeah. it's just, it's it's a swamp everywhere. Outside and in your body. I yesterday I was just moving uh, a bunch of furniture for my dad and uh, a mini fridge because Ooh. he wanted to get a brand new mini fridge. As he does. Yes, he he just likes to spend money. So yeah, doing that I realized is not the best when it's like ninety plus degrees out and you're hot and humid. I was yep. I was sweating. So then I sat in his house, had a coke, which is not the best idea for you, but you no, know, a nice it, cold coke when you. It is like <laughs> there's something about stuff that you're not supposed to drink on a hot yeah. day that like it's somewhat refreshing. I'm rebellious. I like it. I um, feel that. But no, that's what I did, and uh, yeah, the heat's definitely going to affect us, but we'll be fine. It's the crevices for me, man. It's the body crevices yeah, I'm that you, become you, a you fucking problem. Wing. I mean, some people know what I'm talking about, but when you know down there for a guy, if you start bat winging. But like for me, it's <laughs> like when and it gets like swampy down there, and the underwear starts to ride oh. up your fucking creases, bro. And yep. then you're like, now I have to make the decision in public if I'm gonna shove my hand down my pants, <laughs> which I'm going to do because this is pure hell. So I have sorry. to fix this. Sorry, everybody who's watching me, but uh, I'll wash my hands after. I promise. Yeah, we promise. <laughs> Oh, man. So uh, before we get into the patron Q&A and the actual topic, what's been going on? Obviously, you've been moving stuff for for your family, doing some physical labor. Yeah, I've been doing some of that. Um, like I said, it's been easy not having to work you know, so much overtime 
and it's kind of funny I'm watching even less anime because of it because I'm just kind of enjoying finally getting to spend time with the wife with with family like sure, we were yeah. talking about so it's just been relaxing, man. I have uh, finished volume 34 of One Piece, and I'm almost done volume 35. Okay, wonderful. Already ordered volume 36. Of course, as you do. I'm sure some would like to be like, all right, you're in the volume, but where are you at? Um, it's called the Water 7 Arc, I Okay, believe. I've heard of that. And this basically, it's the seventh city of water. So they're now visiting a whole city that reminds me of a, of course, way more exaggerated, like Italy, where it's an entire town basically on the water. Okay. They make their pillars like in the water and it rises up above the water. That's pretty cool. They have an elevator where you you go on a platform and the water rises and that pushes you up like an elevator. Water displacement. I love that. Yeah. They use seahorses as ways to get a means to an end around. They call them Yagara bulls or something like that. And uh, yeah, they they just they just go nuts, and they love swimming, and they'll just pull you all across the city. So it's more of like a really uh, kind of like cool learning of this city, as well as the Merry Go, the good old ship from yeah. One Piece, is uh, very heavily destroyed right now, and there's a chance they won't be able to fix it. Oh no! And I've heard about this. Unfortunately, you you get to hear some of the spoilers that what's going to happen, which makes these not not feels weighted for me. Hence why I hate spoilers sometimes. But it is an old show now, so it's my fault. But yeah, I know they're not going to be able to keep the Merry Go. So right now, a lot of the the crew is fighting, infighting, okay, and stuff like that. So that bury all happy group that you you haven't read very far, but they, they're really happy together. And now they're starting to get at each other because of the whole Merry Go not being able to be fixed. So yeah, but it's a good time. And uh, yeah, a little bit more Bleach on my rec. I got twenty seven episodes in, so. Not Can't too bad. I, I've been slacking. I it's will admit. not that bad. I mean, it's one of those like with, with me with Epo. I ended up blowing through a lot of Epo for a while, but at the same time, it's. I know you said you were going to speed back up on the Epo. I would train, like but... to. Um, I haven't have watched any, but it's like I'm not in any rush to finish Epo. It's kind of it's it's very leisurely watching, you know. Yeah. Like when I get when I when I finish it, cool. But if I take six months to finish it, I I have no pressure. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's like. I think that's what you should do with Bleach. Like, it's not like we're going to be reviewing Bleach in a month and we have to no. bust it out. Just whenever you can get around to it. Yeah, and like I said, it's still at a slow period for me. They're, they're at the Soul Society, but there's a, it's a lot of, like, they're fighting not even the captains yet. Okay. So I know that, like, Ichigo and all of them are going to get a lot more stronger in a very short amount of time. I think that's a big problem with, like, older shonens yep. that are long-running is there's a lot of buildup, and I bet, like... If we had no knowledge of Bleach prior, oh yeah, seeing like, oh man, wow, oh Ichigo just got waxed by a captain, whoa, oh my god. And if you didn't watch Demon Slayer, which like just hikes up their their talents quickly mm-hmm. within like twenty. Oh yeah, episodes. like everybody says the pacing in Demon Slayer was slow. You've obviously never watched yeah. Naruto, so <laughs> you, fuck you. You haven't watched any of the big three. Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, this is a godsend. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so it's like because we know it just throughout you know pop culture osmosis, we know anime, we know Bleach, we know that like the captains aren't. It's like Ichigo's not in any fear of getting killed by a captain. Yeah, probably, I know nothing you know? big's gonna happen right yeah, now. Yeah, it's like it's just that build up. And if you're into the characters and you like you love everything about Bleach, mm-hmm. it's probably a hell of a lot of fun. But if it's one of those things, you're like, I just want to get to the Eisen arc or whatever. It's probably hell. Oh yeah, it's probably hell. But that's about it for me when it comes to that stuff. Uh, kind of you're going to get on Pokemon talk, I know, because that's how your life's been living for... It's been my entire life. The the Earthworm arc for, for, for this month. That's usually it's my trading some... card arc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to sell mine. Uh, you and, got some cool-ass cards. And Earthworm dude, got like... to see some classics. I'm trying to sell them online. Uh, I can post them on the Discord if anyone's like interested to see them. 
Uh, I know our buddy Drew is going to like want to see a couple in person because he said I may purchase them, just not $100 cards. And I'm not many of mine are $100 cards, maybe a couple. But uh, yeah, so I'm selling those. So I, I guess I'm involved in the Pokemon game, just different. I'm like yeah. getting rid of my cards. Fucking scalper. Everyone's buying them. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. Uh, so yeah, it's it's been Pokemon TCG for me. Like, How many packs? Uh, let's do it for the pod. Okay, let's see. All right, fuck. I don't want to talk about the money. We're not gonna. We're t- not gonna talk money. about it. We're just gonna talk about the cards. Let's pretend I got given all these for free by the Pokemon company. Okay. Okay. Uh, so in the time, <laughs> <laughs> it's really not that bad. Like that, my other two, uh, Robbie and Drew, are are worse than me. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I bought an Elite Trainer box, which was like sixty bucks. Damn it, we're talking about money. You just said no money. <laughs> I don't want yeah. to talk about money. Either yeah. way, that I'm not too bummed about because I actually got some really, yeah. really cool fucking cards out of it. But that came with 10 packs and a Mewtwo promo card. Okay. So that was very cool. Um, I probably bought, since the last time we talked, I bought two boosters with that, uh, which didn't come with shit, but it's just fun to open. Uh, I haven't bought a whole lot. Well, I bought, okay, and then I bought for, for my partner, Kelly, she was I started to talk about these with her and she seemed interested. So I was like, all right, we're going to we're going to hop on this now. Mm-hmm. And I bought her a tin with um, Sylveon. It's the fairy type evolution. Yeah, because they have 20 now. There's they don't have as many as they should. They should have they one. Should, for every they don't type. have as many as they should. Don't they have like 10 now? Uh, there's three and then two, one and then two. So that's eight. All right, we're almost there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. there's still like there's ghost fighting, ground rock. Right. Like you could do all these EVs. Oh yeah, and they they're haven't coming. Yet. They're com- They're going to be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming. Don't you worry. They're going to be huge. <laughs> they're going to be huge. So um yeah, so I bought that, and she she actually got some really cool cards uh, yeah. when she. This is the first time she ever opened Pokemon card packs. I have to just say, and I'm glad that everyone's enjoying it. But I always have that little bit because I've gotten older. We've gotten older yeah. with time. <laughs> How much of a gambling addiction cards are? Oh yeah, it's because a- when you like right there, what you're talking about is like, oh, she opened a tin, and in the tin she got all these. It's basically like these online cards that you get from like Madden and shit like that. The only difference is you get to at least you physically the hold copy. them. But I sit there and like, man, they these companies have it figured out because they they really do make you have like a gambling mentality. Oh, Since yeah. we were little kids, yep. I would have my dad go, and it wasn't my own money, no, unfortunately. And your dad. But now was- I get older, it's like that's probably why I don't like him because it's like, no, I'm not spending my money to have these cards that are probably going to be shit in a year or two. And like so, and it bothers me. Two things that you said. Um, yes, uh, Pokemon cards are softcore scratch ticket gambling. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to, and if you want to play Pokemon, and you want to get the cards that you want. And you don't want to be a softcore gambler? Just buy the singles. Just go online. Find what go, card you want. Find the cards you want and buy them. Because like, even if you want the hundred dollar card and you have no interest, like you don't get that uh, like dopamine rush from opening card packs, like me and my me and the boys do. Then then don't then don't do it. Go and buy that hundred dollar card. Yeah. Because you could spend a hundred dollars and. You're probably not still gonna, not even get your card. You're yeah. probably not going to make your money back as it is. Like it's very rare that you're going to make your money back. Like Pokemon cards are first of all not a smart investment money wise, especially now. Unless they're, you get the ultimate first edition, you need or the whatever, old yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, but like now they're printing so many. Like the old cards are expensive because I like the look of them. Yeah, they're very cool. And first of all, nostalgia. Second of all, there were less. Anytime there's less of something, they're more expensive because it's harder to get. And exactly. Yeah. yeah, now, I mean, the Pokemon craze has boomed in the past two or three years. 
They're pumping out cards like fucking crazy. They're reprinting cards. Honestly, the quality control has been shit. I went to Target and like when I'm seeing that like uh, due to the shortage, yep. we're limiting people five. to only like two decks or yep. two something. Five. Like, it's like usually Target, five items Walmart. a piece or something. And that was that stems from. So it makes me think. Does that mean at some point they're gonna run out so they'll become valuable, honestly, or does it means they're just making so much and people are still buying so? No, much? that honestly stems from like the pandemic when they first got big popular boom. Oh, when everybody, yeah. like, people were literally fucking stabbing each other in parking lots for Pokemon cards. So yeah. that's where that yeah. comes from, because scalpers would go in with a few thousand dollars, buy out the fucking store, and then, sell and then resell them online for twice the fucking price. So that is also something they were trying to avoid. And I get it. You know, at the end of the day, it's a kid's thing. Yeah. Whatever. You know, I don't I don't like that argument. Like, oh, it's a kid's game. You're buying all that. It's like, yeah, I'm not I'm not scalping. But like I enjoy this as much as like a fucking. Well, you haven't taken all your cards and started selling them. I'm selling my old ones, but also I've even told you, all right, they're going from like 150. Sure, I'll sell it for 100. And you're also like yeah. you're what you're doing. You've had these cards. What I'm talking about are the people yeah. that will go to a go to a store or get an online they'll buy like a brand new pack and then sell it for double. They'll yeah. buy fucking 20, 30, 100 elite trainer boxes that go for 50 bucks a piece, give or take, and they'll sell them because they're fucking popular or whatever. Or wait until they go out of stock and then sell them at ridiculous prices yeah so pretty much what i'm getting at is pokemon cards are not a smart investment if you want to play the game and get specific cards and not open packs just buy the singles online you will save so much fucking money and you will have less disappointment yeah if you like opening packs open packs it's a lot of fun you know it's a waste of money compared to doing it the other way but it's yeah it's it's for the fun of it and uh, another thing so you mentioned um that it's like the like these uh, Madden and like these online games that are like you know build your team buy packs of they these only last virtual a year cards. but yeah virtual cards are god yeah me and Robbie realized something um, that's just an NFT <laughs> like really so we so with all the Pokemon packs that we get we get online uh, promo cards to yeah. so you get the same pack online not so the you same can play cards. the online game yeah, yeah you don't get the same cards but if you buy ten packs of one set. You'll take the promo cards and you'll get ten packs online of that set. Yeah. So we we were talking about it the other day, and it's like I like because for me it's like I play a lot online and I like collecting them in, uh, in person. So I'm sitting here like it's like I get to open the packs twice. It's like two times the bang for my buck. Mm -hmm. And Rob's like, yeah, but it, you can't really do anything with them. And he's right. Like online, you can't you can't resell they the are, card online. They're the biggest waste. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you actually like buy, if you put the money into online, like that is a well, we, we got to sit down and have a talk there, chief. But um, yeah, so it's just it's just a fucking NFT. The cards I have online are just Pokemon card NFTs that I can use online. Yep, it's fucking ridiculous, <laughs> man. It's so I guess I have to take back every bad thing I've ever said about NFTs because turns out I there you go. I like them. I just don't like spending ten thousand dollars. As long as you, as long on you them. honor it, right? Yeah, so I, you know, it's uh mostly not as much anime at the moment. It's mostly been the Pokemon it's, game. Yeah. It's been all Pokemon. When I'm not opening yeah. cards or going through my cards or playing online, I'm looking up YouTube videos about <laughs> new sets and like pull rates. And it's shit. the new arc. Um, <laughs> but before I get off of Pokemon, I just want to give give y'all an example of my luck. So that Pokemon Go box that I bought, mm -hmm. the like number one card in it or one of the best cards is um, a Mewtwo card. And it's full art, like the entire card's art, and it's a screenshot of him from the Pokemon Go commercial. Yeah, I did see it. You shared it on Discord. Yes, yeah. yeah. Join the Discord if you want to see this. So I get this card in my last pack. This is the card I wanted out of this fucking set. I get it. I get so excited. I look down, and like just to like 
really admire the card. Bottom left corner is already fucking crimped. It looked like it fucking got bent and then bent back. So it's like almost torn. And again, I'm not I have already, I'm not in it for the money. But I'm not like, Damn in it. it. I'm not going to resell this. I probably wouldn't resell this card until I'm 40 years old and I'm done with this or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's the principle of the fucking matter. You have you need to respect my card. I, I get what wanna... could have been a $60 card and even even if it's not worth a lot of money, it's the card I wanted and it could have been in fucking prime condition. Yeah. And instead, out of the pack, it's fucking already fucked up. It's I did bad. nothing. I could not do nothing for this. This wasn't my fault. It was not. Like I I thought it was my fault too yeah. and then my buddies are like, "No." No, you. Uh, I watched you open that card and set it down on the bed and then run around the room. You didn't do anything to that. Kind of wish I was there just to see your reaction. What the I, fuck is this? Oh, I was so fucking happy. Like, even the, at the end of the day, I'm still happy because, like, I've, I've told everybody, I'd rather have the card damaged than not have it at all. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, like, it's like that middle line of luck for me. Like, you're going to get the card, but <laughs> it's, it's going to be It's not going to be 100%. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's that. All right. Well, there you go. I mean, hey. Whatever works, and you got the card, so that bad luck that you were having for a while when it comes to getting good cards is finally dissipated in the Pokemon spectrum. And you know what? Now I can actually use the card in a deck without feeling guilty. It's already lost all like exactly. its high-end value, so if I play it, if I can shuffle it around, like who gives a fuck? As long as I don't rip it in half, I'm good to go, baby. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's enough for now for Pokemon TCG. Thank you for sitting to my TED talk and honestly be on the lookout for um be on the lookout for a few for a couple extra episodes at least in the near future if you're a patron you get them about a week early but uh we're probably going to I'm probably going to have something in the works talk about a little Pokemon TCG yeah actually I, I don't mean to bring in the business right before we start doing the patron questions and then get into the topic at hand but uh we will be having some extra episodes come out for the Patreon members. To, yes. Uh, thank you, guys. You'll be getting it early. I, I have already one. finished one of mine. Yeah, yeah, I have one primed up and ready to go. Honestly, yep. if if I'm on my shit, mm-hmm. patrons, you will already have either listened to the episode or seen the notification that it was released. By Monday. By Yeah, by the time this episode releases, hopefully, you'll have heard a, a little extra episode from Mr. JD over here. I hope you guys have a good time because I did. Yeah, so. no, it's it's always fun to listen to you. I I don't like <laughs> listening to conversations we had because I've already had yeah, the conversation. Yeah, because we've already had it. But, you, but listening to you just go off, it's like, oh, this is new and fun. <laughs> so, but I wanted to bring the business in it because we've been talking about how our goal by at least March, by our third year, we'd like to get to 100 ratings in Spotify. Yes. We uh, get a lot of listeners on Spotify, so there's a rating system. And if you haven't heard, we're trying to get to 100. I want to thank you guys because every single week I check on it, we're getting more and more. And right now, we're at magic number 69. Oh, I, you know what? I take We that. almost may need to leave it. I was going to say, nobody else rate, rate us on Spotify. Leave it. No, no I'm just as, kidding. as much as we love to keep the joke, that means we're on pace. Thank you guys. Anyone that's given us a rating, uh, please do that. Give us a, a you know five star preferred. But if you want to give us four, three, two, one, whatever you guys want to do, yeah. honestly, it just helps us out. And just to up the ante a little bit, because I know sometimes you hear this and you're, you're up like, the ante. What, what the, why would I? fucking do anything for these guys they're no names on a podcast that i don't know these aren't real people <laughs> well here we go all right here's a, i'm up in the ante here because i want this i want this oh bad. he wants it what's the ante so if we do by march 13th our third year anniversary if we get past 100 fucking spotify ratings yep we will first of all we will have the first anime brothers video recorded podcast oh we will it might not be the best quality because this but is we're again, gonna the first, do it but we're gonna do it but not just that, but to make it all worth it, I will let the Discord members choose probably one of a few different ridiculous cosplays for me to wear. 
while I record the episode. So we're going to be in cosplay or just I you? will be in. Yeah, I mean, if you want to hop on this, give no, the people. No, no. I'm. See, you offer for 100. Um, maybe next time we got to ant up at the ante we'll and I'll 200. cosplay. We'll get to you know what I'll do, we'll and I'll do like a Marowim. But and I mean, again, I'm talking like I'll I'll go through, I'll find some like I'm talking ridiculous. Like you want to see me in like the Ochako from fucking uh, My Hero Academia cheerleading outfit? We'll make it. I want to see you wearing Kirino's school dress. I see. Okay, if I can find that for and again, these. Yep. Keep in mind, these are going to be like Ali Ali Express or whatever fucking Chinese ripoff cosplay. Don't worry. I don't want to spend a lot of money. I want it to be awful and ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, if you have any interest in watching me make an absolute fucking fool of myself. Please get us to that. Tell, yeah, get tell us to 100 ratings, and we're going to be on video, and Earthworm is going to dress up in cosplay. Yeah, yeah, so we'll, we'll make this work. All right, well, uh, now that business is concluded, why don't we get to the Patreon Q&A questions? Number one is from our new one, uh, new Patreon member, Jerome. I think that's what we agree. That is our Jerome. Jerome. That's what it was. Jerome. I think. We weren't corrected, so I'm going to assume that's that's it. And it says, what is your favorite sword fight? Mine is um, Alakira versus Ichigo or Asta versus Dante. Those are both of his favorite sword fights. Now, Ichigo, I haven't gotten further along in Bleach, so I haven't seen him fight anyone like that yet. Okay. So I can't make any comments, but Asta versus Dante, you haven't seen it either? I don't think I've made it that. It's been a long time since I've watched Black Clover. Mm-hmm. I really like the show, but I just it's been a long time since I've watched it. And yeah. I, I never finished the uh I still have like fifty episodes of the uh of the series to watch. Okay. So I think that one might have been one I missed because I'm thinking and I'm like, there were some badass fights in in, in Black Clover, but I cannot remin- I cannot remember anybody named Dante. About a sword fight. Or yeah. even a sword fight. Like I remember there was this one lion dude that was a badass fight, but I don't remember that motherfucker having a sword. Yeah. So I don't think I've seen that one. Okay. Uh well, I don't know if you've listened to our Jamovie um, Moo, Jamu, uh, wow, Jamovie June. See, it's such a tongue twister when we do it sometimes. But we did a episode about Sword of the Stranger, and before that, it was used to be Hiyakimaru versus his brother as yeah. the sword fight yeah. from uh, Dororo. Um, but now it's uh, going to be the Loi Yang versus the Stranger from Sword of the Stranger. It's probably going to be the best sword fight for a very long time if i never see any kind of like new anime rendition it's just it was so well done it was movie quality but i got kind of like earthworm said if you listen to our review about it you could see every stroke of the sword it was very detailed and to me it was very owed to samurai type of fighting one-on-one i think that's hands down the best sword fight i'll ever see i dig that i'm I'm going to agree with you um as far as the best but just to give a different answer and if uh if you want to see the most, probably the most anime sword fight, and only one anime. of them has a sword, which yeah. I'll preface this, but uh, Black Lagoon. I don't oh, remember, yeah, what's that... it, Rinji or whatever? Was that yeah. his name? Uh, it's towards. It's in the second season, but uh, fucking Remy versus Rinji or whatever the hell his Even name is. Even though she didn't have a sword. No, she's But it all was guns. a sword fight with guns. But, like, yeah. if you want to see the most, again, the most animated sword <laughs> fight, like, this, it, fuck Blast and shit. Like, this man's stabbing bullets with yeah. his fucking katana. Samurai Champloo also is a little anime, but also had some good strokes. But some some of the movements were kind of ridiculous, like jumping over a sword attack. But oh yeah, Samurai Champloo had some very good sword fights. Yeah, and I think the, the hip hop aesthetic. Yeah. it's almost like, like break dancing involved in the fucking choreography. It's yeah. it's very cool. over the top, but I like that. Yeah, so. but again, more sword fights in anime. It's been it's it's a di- it's like mecha. It's it's almost a dying breed. Exactly. We need more. So the next question is from Mister Doctor Ducky. 
Uh, he also changed his uh, his question, but it's okay because he's a doctor. That's, what that's he said. you know what? You with know. a PhD, you can do most things in the Discord. Would you make contact with a devil to save yourself? Would it depend on the level of devil or any other factor? And I think he was saying this he is was, from this is a devil man question. Yeah, he was asking a that chainsaw man. A chainsaw me. man. Yeah, Excuse he me. said it was more on that level. Now I haven't heard anything about it, but I took this as like the devil devil that I've always heard about growing so up. I, so. I've read a few chapters of Chainsaw Man. I I actually fell off, and I don't. Don't really know why i think it was you're waiting just, for the anime that's why i might be i think for a manga it was too like balls to the walls action like you're gonna love you're gonna fucking love chainsaw man and it gets right in there and it's like blood guts gore action let's go yeah. no fuck no fucks given you don't need to know who the, you don't give a fuck about these people because he's stabbing somebody with a chainsaw hand all right so you're, you're gonna be into it i know this but for maybe for manga wise i was looking for at least to get me hooked, I was looking for more. Yeah, you, you like a lot of information at the beginning to get yeah. you settled into the story. Yeah, like I like the action, but again, maybe maybe you're right. I'm waiting, subconsciously waiting for the anime to really appreciate all the action. But either way, so from what I from what I know is um there are like there obviously there are devils in this fucking chainsaw man thing, and the one I have seen, it's like in chapter one. There's this little you've seen the little dog devil with like the chainsaw for the nose. I haven't seen shit. You haven't man. seen him either. He's adorable. He's a little fucking like poochy. He's guy. adorable. He's fucking cute. Either way, to save the main character's life, he this little devil dog like infuses himself with him. So I think that's what Dr. Ducky's talking about. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's what he means. Like make contact, like almost uh like almost kind of make a deal with a devil type deal to where it's like you gain a bunch of powers. Um but then you become this like devil. So yeah, but they're always seeing like oh, I know it's a different kind of story. But when you make a deal with the devil, they usually the devil wins. That's how I always think of it. And I think you're that's, always going to get fucked in the end. Think of this. Uh, I, correct me if I'm wrong, and I apologize, Della. Any Chainsaw Man fanboys out there, or whatever. But I think of it kind of like the curse mark from Naruto. Yeah. Where it's like it gives you a fuck ton of power, but you're also like have this evil thing inside of you, and there's a bunch of side effects. And technically, the whole time Orochimaru is the one in control of you yeah. when you have his curse. Except mark, I don't so. know that in Chainsaw Man there is any Orochimaru figure that can like right that is manipulating you. I think it might just be like, oh, you're you have legitimate devil blood in you. You're a fucking evil now. So you, the question is, would you do it to save yourself? Make a deal with the devil? Yeah, so would you kind of become inherently evil to continue on living, or would you say, you know what? I've had fun. So what would you do? I see. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. So, like, I guess getting a little deep, uh, one of my biggest fears is, like, the, the fear of dying. Not just right. dying, but, like, it's the unknown for me. It's like, I, I've always known something. How can there be nothing? What the fuck? It just does not compute. So honestly, like if I'm presented with, I'm dying, this is it, I probably would. Like if I'm yeah. being honest, the anxiety of that would probably make me just look for any way out and not think rationally. Mm -hmm. um, and then I could go on a bunch of wacky adventures killing devils and, and being a devil myself. It could be fun. Yeah. But yeah, for me to say like, no, I would stick strong to my principles. No fucking way. No fucking way, dude. If I'm fucking dying well, in the ditch. Why you me Because I'm sitting here like I, th I would think. That I could do it like, no, this is wrong. I'm not going to go this way. But then you put me in the situation, maybe I would. So I can't give a, a definite I wouldn't. But as for now, I'd say, no, I wouldn't. And then it's like, let's pretend we're in the Shonen and that you know yeah, we're going to be yeah, presented yeah. with this at the time where like our loved one is in fucking peril. Yeah, then I'd do it. Yeah, yeah. and then it's like, well, I got to become evil, but I'm the only one who can do anything now. Kind of like a Yuji uh, from Jujutsu yes. Kaisen where he's like, well, got to eat the finger. Yep, and guess, guess what? Now you're pretty much going to die, either now or later. Yeah, like he didn't think too much about it. So it's very situational, but I uh, 
I think we're both probably yes. Like, I can't imagine that situation is yeah. going to be one where we can sit back and make a pros and cons list. Exactly. But either way, good question, Mr. Dr. Ducky. Um, the second one is from one of our newest Patreons a little while back. Uh, hasn't asked a question until now, so I'm glad. But it says, since you haven't done one in a while, this is from Trevor. Do you think you guys are going to do another tournament arc soon? It's my favorite content from you guys, and I like the cameos from other podcasts. And you know what? Well, guess what? It's Trevor? some of our favorite content. It too. is. It's just very difficult because you got to get everybody involved. We got to make sure we all have the right timing. And then we all have to be able to talk about the topic that we uh, have planned. And yeah, I, it's it's yeah. a pain because like um, I envy some of these like big YouTubers who all move to like LA and shit. I don't want to live in LA, but what I do envy is <laughs> they're the all fact living in the same area. You can call up like Mr. Beast can like it, first of all, Mr. Beast has fucking billions of dollars, so yeah, yeah, like yeah. whatever. But like he can call up Ludwig and be like, "Hey man, what are you doing tomorrow? Let's fucking get together and yeah. do something." I want to collab with PewDiePie. Yeah, well, like us, <laughs> we're like, hey, so we uh, we have. We We're on get, the East Coast. We're we on get the West three Coast. Guests on. Yeah. We have one. We haven't had any overseas guests yet, but it's like we all end up having a slightly different time zone. Yeah. So that's kind of a shit show. And yeah, it's like. Plus, we don't want to oversaturate it. Like, oh no, it is our favorite. It's our favorite it's too. Fun. Trust me, we miss it. I even brought up to Earthworm like it's been a minute since we've done a tour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're they're definitely some of our favorite content too. And not to, uh, we don't want to give anything away. But, I am. Uh, are you? Are we, are we giving? Well, away, I like, won't say what it is, but I'll let you know, Trevor. You're gonna yeah, get another no. tournament within a month or two. Yeah, we got probably one, less than two months. So we got one coming out. Um, yeah. it's gonna be. We're not sure exactly when it's gonna release, but yeah, uh, we have the plans. It's fucking inked in stone. We have we have the signed contract with our other podcast. Yeah, we got, we got the other podcast lined up. And it's going to be a big one. I like, didn't know LeBron James was going to make it. But I know. Right? <laughs> just kidding. No, yeah, just not, kidding. We're not going to give away the topic, but it is it is definitely something that I think. 99% of people who like anime will at least tune in for yes. and be mildly interested in. So just stay tuned, Trevor. Yes, yes. And you know what? If people like these tournament arcs, or you like any of our content, like hound us about it. Because the more you hound us about it, the, the more, more we we're going to be like, well, maybe we should go that extra mile to make it work. There we go. All right. So the next one is from Oblivion. Uh, and this one's a little bit longer, but uh, it is, has there been any anime with bad adaptations you'd like to see get another shot? And he obviously mentions Berserk. Yeah, that's the classic. He thinks that eventually it will get a better One rendition. Day. But um, he says, I have good memories reading the manga, uh, and it was coming out, was excited for the anime adaption, but it didn't follow the manga at all, as we know. On top of that, it's just really bad in general. So he's just talking about Berserk. So what would we want to see get another chance uh, that had a bad adaptation and i gotta say i don't think there's anything that's really got a bad adaptation that's not berserk holy bad no not that we've seen there are definitely like bad endings or certain problems with other anime like soul eater is one that always comes to mind but but like you said the animation was fine there's really they didn't do a bad job at all adapting it no i think it was literally like all the production was quality i think if you want to talk about like just adapting the manga they did a bad job because they they took a different path it, by the halfway point it wasn't a manga adaptation anymore it was a retelling of the manga mm-hmm. so i'd say probably soul eater i want i do want like promise neverland it would be nice to get a redo but that's far too new so it's going to be like a decade before we can even start sniffing yeah. that one i will mention that trigun for me it's getting a a readaptation. It's like a prequel or something. No, it's right? gonna have. It's gonna. It's gonna continue like the other one. It's gonna have all the same stuff. The only thing they're changing is basically the overall look of everything. Okay. Um. And then I guess yeah, it's supposed to delve more on like Vash and his brother and all that stuff at the beginning, like how things. You really kind of get glimpses of the past yeah. throughout the show, but uh, 
don't quote me 100%, but from what I read is a lot of it out of the 26 episodes was filler. Yeah, yeah. It was Yeah, filler. I've heard that before. And they never even really gave it the complete conclusion. So yeah. as well as a lot of people love Trigun, and I'm not trying to talk shit. I watched it, but I think that me personally watching it really late into life, I am glad it's getting a readaption because sure. I think it's justified to give it a nice, crisp animation, yep. though it's going to have a lot of CGI. I don't think it looks bad, and I think for Trigun, where we're going to be at in the world, the apocalyptic world, I think it's going to look good. <laughs> the world's dying, so... <laughs> I oh, think it's going to look good. you were talking good. about the real world, I'm sorry. <laughs> the real world, yeah. <laughs> in this apocalyptic world that we actually live in, well, I, not I, that I just far think, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm down for it, so I'd say that's the only one I'm glad is getting an adaption. Yep. But yeah, there's never been a shitty adaption. Even Yu Yu Hakusho, it's old adaption, I still love. Oh, it's So great. I can't say it needs another one. It didn't have an... Uh, an uh, fucking egregious amount of filler like it had no. the every episode stuff but not like a whole arc of it exactly i'd like to see claymore get a, a, another adaptation just because again there's it doesn't so have much enough popularity though no I, and it, yeah. prob- it, it would have to be a passion project from like a studio or producer that really loves claymore and is, yeah. is putting his neck on the line here but i would love to see it like if i i got a choice i would i would love to yeah. see more claymore because again there's a at least another 26 episodes worth that you could do exactly Fucking Those have good sword fights too. I didn't think of that. True, yeah. Not so much one on one sword no, fights, no, but, but it, it scratches that fucking man versus kaiju itch. Man versus giant monster itch that again, I think we need more of an anime. <laughs> so thank you, Oblivion, for that question. Absolutely. We got three more. Uh the next one is from Darth Egg. And it is what is your favorite sporting moment? My favorite was 2013 when the Pittsburgh Pirates finally had a winning season. They sucked my entire life, so it was awesome seeing them break the streak of 20 years of losing. I understand. I don't because most of my teams I've picked never had big losing streaks, but that, I can understand that feels great. Yeah. Finally have a winning season. Um, my favorite sporting moment, and I'm from New England, uh, is the Patriots coming back on the Falcons 28-3. to <laughs> Everyone, and I mean everyone, probably this guy across from me, Earthworm, probably thought they were down bad if he was paying attention to that thing. Like, no, they're not coming back. I did. Also, football. American football, by the way. American In case, in case somebody doesn't we're know. We're from United States. Some, they, peop- yeah. some people just, surprisingly enough, it's, I know it's hard it's for called us to believe. It's called soccer. <laughs> some, well, no, but some people do not, like, if you say the Patriots and the Falcons, they have no fucking idea what sport you're talking about. Yes, American football. And, um, yeah, we were down in the third quarter, 28-3. to three. Uh, all hope was lost. Uh, I think there was even sideline, like, like mic'd up uh, players saying, we're going to put 42 on their oh, ass. The sham- and after that, it just... The it, champagne was in the Falcons' locker room already, my guy. Like the, the owner had come down by the third quarter to be with his team, like his him and his wife celebrating. And by the fourth quarter, when it was 20, it was like 28 to 28 and all that shit. He's sitting there looking so upset, like, I've made a terrible decision, <laughs> but I can't go back upstairs. No, you look like a fool. And Mark Wahlberg left. Yeah. Blamed it on his he kids. He said that he's, he's a diehard Boston fan. It's like, oh, you can't say that after you walked away. No, like, again, I get it. Kids are kids or whatever. But, but no, no, you can't use your no, kids. No, I don't care who your you are. Your kid was fine. He it, wasn't sick. In, even if they wanted to go home, like, that's when you fucking send. That's, you're Mark Wahlberg. You call somebody and have them pick up your fucking kids. <laughs> this is the Super Bowl. Yeah. Fuck you. You left because they were losing. Nope. Yeah. So I watched it. There was a, there was a girl at the party I was at that was a Giants fan talking shit the whole time. And as soon as we won, I got in her face. In your face. <laughs> you keep losing just like your Giants. Oh, I just went off. It was a great day. It was a great day and I'll never forget it. So that's oh my, my favorite God. sporting moment. Uh, it's tough for me. I haven't had like... How about the Red Sox for you? You probably like that because at a time you did enjoy the Red Sox. I mean, yeah, but I've honestly never watched a... Oh. I've never watched a season where they won the World Series. 2004? I was like eight 
I didn't know. <laughs> I was like eight. I didn't watch. I didn't actually watch baseball. Like in, right. if I were to look at it, like from a history perspective, like yeah, the Red Sox coming back down three games to none on the Yankees is great. But like I didn't see it, so I'd say like two that I've seen, and one of them I I will say I didn't see live. But it's like my fa- It's my favorite UFC knockout of all time. Okay. So it's you know uh, Dan Henderson and Michael Bisping. Yep. So this is from UFC 100 back. It was a huge deal, mm-hmm. and uh, Michael Bisping is from the UK. He talks so much shit. Like he was just he's I retired did like now. Michael Bisping, yeah. but he talks so much shit. Oh, yeah. and, and Dan Henderson's more of a salt of the earth. Like I'm gonna shut up. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm gonna beat your fucking ass. Yeah. Kind of guy. So fucking Henderson and like at some point in the fight catches him with his signature overhand right, which is just Ooh. a they call it the the Hendo bomb. It's oh. just an absolute. He's got one, he, just a mega punch. I challenge anybody on earth to take this on the chin and not get knocked out. So Michael Bisbing gets hit with this. He's out. He's out on his feet. And oh, he's yeah. falling down. Fucking Dan Henderson, as he's falling down and hits the ground, Henderson fucking falls on him and gives him another full body oh, fucking punch. Before the ref to the calls chin, it, yeah. Before the ref could get in there, and it's just like it's violent. It's scary. But at the same time, it, it, it's all made perfect when Henderson at the end was like, people are asking him, they're like, did you really feel that? Like, did you need to throw that extra punch? Why'd you do that? You're not usually a guy who fucking attacks people after they're knocked out. He's like, just wanted to make sure he wasn't going to talk any more shit. And it's just, it's so awesome. It's it's one of the biggest UFC moments, like probably everybody's favorite knockout. Imagine if you saw that live. I would love oh! it. Like that would have been crazy. Oh, yeah. Like when I the first time I saw it, I was brand new and it was like a rerun on Spike TV. Yeah. So it might as well have been live to me. I had no idea what was going on. Blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh that and then um a few years ago the Minnesota Vikings were in a playoff game. Oh. They were down a touchdown uh, in the last fuck literally the last play of the game. No more time left. Fucking had no no wide receiver Stephon Diggs. No catches chance the ball, of winning. Catches the ball on the sidelines, makes a little move around a dude who had already like he was already fucking diving. He was gone, and then just runs it up, fucking scores a touchdown. The, what is it? The miracle in it's Minneapolis. The, it's the Minneapolis miracle or something. Throws his helmet in the air, and they have a beautiful picture of him with his like arm in the air, and the helmet is a directly above him. Like it's one of yeah. the coldest fucking football pictures I've ever seen, bro. Yep. So those are probably my two that. Um, that I can think of to, you know, maybe the Vikings will win a Super Bowl one day. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Well, thank you for that question. Get a little sports in there. Love that. Uh, next, we have from a new member, uh, Najdeen, uh, N-A-D, uh, N-A-J-D-N, Najdeen. Sounds That's, good to me. Or Naden, you know, how we want to do it. Um, if Hattori Soma would delete your memories of an anime and you could rewatch it for pure very beginning which would it be and why? Gurren Lagan. 100%. Like, okay. I, I, every time I watch Gurren Lagan, I'm going to have like those amazing, crazy, hyped feelings. Mm-hmm. But still, it's just never going to reach that maximum fucking pierce the heavens peak that it did the first time I watched it. Because, you, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that if a show is good, even if it's been spoiled, even if you've watched it 100 times, you can still rewatch it and still enjoy it. Yeah. Even if you know what's Get coming up. Get to see it through a new limelight or something. But there is that, like, that little bit of like you'll never see it for the first time again, yeah. and yeah, if I could go through all those emotions for the first time again, I want I want it to be Gurren Lagann without a doubt. Right. Uh, for me, it could be the same thing. I I want to rewatch Hunter Hunter and Yu Yu Hakusho. Anything with Tagashi involved because I want to go through it again because I know it's going to be hard for me to ever get the chance to watch again. I know my buddy Devin's like, you know, we should watch Hunter Hunter. I'm like, bud, when you're ready, 
let me know because then I get to watch it all over again. And I'm excited. But in reality, I feel like I need to watch Cowboy Bebop again. So getting to watch it fresh again, maybe now. I could really sit back and enjoy it because I felt like I said it was episodic. I didn't mind it. I gave it a 7 out of 10, but I just don't see what everyone else is seeing when they give it that like 10 yeah. out of 10. Like it's probably the greatest thing to ever come out in a very long time, and it's it's classic. Maybe I'd see something that I just couldn't do. Maybe I'd really enjoy it more if I got another pure taste of it. But I feel like I should give Cowboy Bebop another watch through. And you've like so. since you've watched Cowboy Bebop, you've really expanded your horizons. You've watched, oh, yeah. you've watched a lot more of what we might consider like art house anime the kind yeah. of it's less about the action and the fun and more about like cinematography the story and aesthetic and yeah. like a theme and a vibe kind of like evangelion like you either yeah. you either see it with ava or you don't um and the second time i watched it i saw it with ava so it might be a very similar that's thing. what i'm thinking i and I'm, like i said i still think you should watch it like it's something that um if you like ava you like more of that adult theme type of stuff like grown up that's what cowboy bebop is and when i was starting to watch it i had still just been watching shonen sword art online yeah i hadn't really delved into it now we have so much black lagoon all these adult more theme things and i feel like cowboy bebop would be right up my alley yeah yeah now you'd be able to like now that you know it's 100 percent episode. i noticed that says soma so that from yeah. fruits basket yes yeah okay i'm picking it up now so someone deletes memories i thought that was in the first season i don't remember it i thought that was in the first season i think momoji mentioned something about it i don't think so well, either way, it's really it's not that. <laughs> either big. way, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not just big. an it's just added drama. Thanks for spoiling it. I'm just kidding. It's just more drama for Fruits Basket. It's really <laughs> not a big like plot spoiler. It's just more bullshit they got to deal with. All right, so our last one is from Chris, and it is top three soda, pop, Coke, whatever you call it. Okay, that's right. It, it is a regional thing. We don't realize that. So Up here, we call it soda. We call it soda. The right thing. The right way. Yeah. I love how it's just like Georgia and like maybe Florida it's who Coke. call it Coke. Yeah. And that's it. You know like, what's crazy, though? Like my dad, when I was helping him with the mini fridge, he's like, you want a Coke or a Pepsi? All I think about is Coke. I want a Coke. And then it's like, I understand why they call it Coke down there because probably they're like me. They're like, I don't want a Pepsi. Well, and also, I want a Coke. Coke is from Atlanta. So there it's like, go. that's the birthplace of fucking yeah, Coke. Yeah, so they're going to call it Coke. Yeah, yeah. But what do you do if you have a Mountain Dew? Well, I'll have a Coke. It's it, like, it, why do I have Mountain Dew? Yeah, like, what? no, so, it's like, what kind of, instead of saying what kind of soda do you want, yeah. you say, what kind of Coke do you want? And you say, give me a Mountain Dew. Huh. It's weird, I know, but I'd, I'd assume, I'd assume that if you just want a regular Coke, you'd say, um, <laughs> you'd say like, uh, what the fuck, you'd just say just like, can I get a regular, a regular Coke, which is weird. I don't know. That's that is that is weird. Now that we really break it down. Yeah. No. I'm gonna say soda. I even like when I watch YouTube or anything. I never hear anyone say pop or coke. Maybe because they're that's not a Midwest pop is a Midwest. I thing, know, I but believe. even Midwest, I don't hear anyone say I'll take a pop. They Frost take a soda. Frost NATO in our Discord says pop. Does he? He does. Well, congratulations, Frost NATO. I'm pretty sure he's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because I know I've had a conversation. Well, that's with crazy. Somebody. But yeah, up here it's soda, and that's all we're gonna call it. I I could never call it pop. It'd be weird. But oh. anyway, so what? What's your what's your favorite soda? My favorite. Uh, I would say it's definitely a. Ooh, it's Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I, I, I really get a, a need for Dr. Pepper. Okay. I The 23 flavors they say it has, I feel it sometimes. Like, sure. I need all 23 need flavors all in my mouth. <laughs> seven different kinds of uh, smoke. And then when I go to Taco Bell, they have the Baja Blast Mountain Dew. That I is, have to mm, get that. That's good. So those are my three. But yeah, I'll have a Pepsi. I'm not saying I don't like it, but if someone says which is better, Coke is and always will be better than Pepsi. So Yeah, uh, it's t- I depends on what form it's in. 
I'd rather have like a canned Pepsi, but Fountain Coke, you cannot beat Fountain Coke. Um, which will be my answer again. I, it depends. So you are doing Coke, if but it, it's it, it's variable. There are variables here because if it's Coke out of a can, I would. There are a thousand other sodas I'd rather have. But if it's a fucking fountain soda, man, like you go to McDonald's, you get one dollar any size drink. Yeah. Give me a large Coke, bitch, because it's so fucking good. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why. You just got to join the Coke crew. I'm and then you. if you're eating like the French fries with it, that salt in the Coke, dude, something about it makes it just pop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, again, if you want that, like, if you want to pretend like you're drinking a fountain soda, eat some McDonald's French fries and just drink any regular Coke. Or put a little bit of salt in your Coke, just like a little, a little pinch. A little bit of splash. A little pinch, dude. It'll fucking make you think you're, you're at McDonald's. Um, but if it's not a fountain soda, I'll probably just go, like, tried and true Mountain Dew. Yeah. Like, I like some of, I like the different flavors, but... I can't like I can't drink a Mountain Dew Voltage like every day. I'll get really tired of it. Mm-hmm. I like Voltage. I just can't do it all the time. Yeah. But if I, you know, I, I think I'd, I'd have to go with just classic tried and true Mountain Dew. All right. Which I will say, happy for me. I don't drink nearly as much soda as I used no, to. No, mostly if we're drinking anything that has sugar, kind of, we're drinking energy it's, drinks. Yeah. That's about it. If you count those, then it's Red, Red Bull, Bull yeah. all day. I'd yeah, fucking right. shit, eat, breathe, and sleep, and shit Red Bull all day. <laughs> But yes, uh, we hope that answer suffices. And Chris, let us know what is your favorite soda? Exactly, or pop, or or Coke. We're depending on what you say where you're from. So thank you again for the Patreons and all that. That's and all of them, huh? Yeah, that is That's every it. last one of seven. We had a Patreon lot. This, we had a yeah, lot. Yeah, was a good amount of them. And I, you know what? I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad to get all these questions, especially when they branch out. Like, what's our favorite soda? I love that. Absolutely, just random questions, dude. They're the best. Um, so yeah, I think it's time for our, our biggest topic, though, and that yeah. is the uh, misconceptions of anime. Real quick, if you really like that patron Q&A and you thought, hey, how the fuck do I ask a question? Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash anime brothers podcast, uh, and then join the Discord or send us a message through Patreon, and we will get your question read at the end of every month. Anyway, yes, that is, uh, that's enough for the, the plugs, and now it's time to see what are the internet's burning questions about anime? What does... The problem, you know, let, let's just be honest with ourselves. The most sophisticated yeah, online resource. The Reddit. Yeah. The Reddit. Um, here we go. So uh, for right now, we are just going to do the hottest questions, the hottest discussions on r slash anime. Uh, we are going to start off. JD, mm. name two anime, one you like and one you dislike, even though they are similar to each other. One I like and one I dislike? Yes, and uh, we'll shout out the users. What's just... dislike, though? Are you meaning like uh, it's often compared and someone will say this one's better and I have the hot take that it's just opposite? Just like what are two anime that on the surface are very similar, but you really like one and you really hate the other? Like let's hypothetically, let's say you uh, sort on online and Log Horizon, both stuck in a video see, that's game. that's the thing is, is I, I didn't watch Log Horizon. But I'm just yeah, using yeah. this as an example. Both stuck in a video game isekais. Mm-hmm. But if you hated Log Horizon, but you like Sword Art Online, like something like that. And this is from user, uh, I'm going to try to, Riptarium TV. So I don't know, maybe they're maybe I'm going to have to go through my creator. mail now. This is, this is what we were re- re- reduced to. Because <laughs> I've started dropping more anime, but I'm not really uh, getting involved too much. Involved. You know, we just talked about it. Uh, Rising of the Shield Hero. I don't like okay. it. And it's a lot like you kind of made the comparables to Ari Zero, which I love. So both in going into an Izakai and all that stuff, a little bit different, but there's kind of like there's not really a harem with Ari Zero, of yeah. course, with Subaru's character. But I'd say that it's doing it a lot more better because it's a lot more dramatic, a okay. lot better acting. 
a lot more um, overall like death matters, even though he can reverse all his deaths. And but it's Zero's still there's an impact. Yeah, there's an impact, and then when you find out more that all these realities are still happening. While Rising of the Shield Hero is trying to make it seem like entire worlds are all being invaded, all having problems, and all having to come through these portals to save their world, but no consequences, nothing really affecting them. It's just following this S.H.I.E.L.D. guy who literally can do no wrong and is the only one that does anything. I don't know. It's just, I guess I get some similarities. It's probably not the best comparison, but that's the first one that came to mind where I'm like, I do not like Rising of the Shield Hero. No, I get so. what you're saying. Um, another one for you specifically, just because I haven't delved into many of the branching fates, but like a, a Fate Zero and a Fate Apocrypha. Yeah. It's like the same fucking thing. But, but I didn't you... mind Apocrypha. I just had some things that made me dislike it, but it's still, I gave it a sure. seven. Sure, so you, know? you might not like hate it, hate yeah. it, or it might not be a complete dislike. But I dropped the last Encore which was the Netflix release. I, I've watched two episodes, and I thought that was the biggest piece of trash ever because when you start getting down the road of the Fate series, which that's that's the whole thing of in its own, they they really know what they have, and it's fan service up the ass, and I don't like it. Yeah. Like, warriors don't need to be showing all their titties. <laughs> it's just not, to me, how it should. If you want to watch Bikini Warriors or what, anything like that where it's like they are wearing bikinis to fight, good for you. Kill a kill. I mean, yeah, do your thing, but at uh, least Kill a Kill made it like a full like that was a plot. Yeah, point they had a Kill reason Kill. behind it. You know, I'm not even hating on it, but I'm saying for me, that's just not how I see battle going. Sure, like, sure, so, yeah. yeah, I get you. Um, so I think for my answer for this one, I'm gonna uh, it's kind of a roundabout answer, and we've actually talked about it a few episodes ago, but um, it's gonna be kind of movies. So nothing plot wise is really similar, but it's more just the vibe of the movies, I guess. So like Red Line and Bubble. And you brought it up in our Redline episode. They're both kind of lacking in plot. The story's not really why we're there, but it's a visual spectacle. You know yeah. what I mean? Two different ways of doing visual Very spectacles, different. too. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if you just want to talk about, like, this is an anime movie that is more of an art house piece than, like, a story. Yeah. Then I think those two fit the bill pretty well. And I fucking love Redline. I gave it a 10 out of 10. So you're saying, but, but you don't like... But Bubble was, like, cool, and it was fun to watch, and it was pretty, but, like... I'm not sitting back thinking about Bubble. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, yes, this is this is going to be an anime I'm going to be talking about for years to come. Cool, right. like very good. I won't say I hate it, but I mean, compared to Redline, I guess if you're grading on a curve here, Bubble fucking sucks as yeah. far as I'm concerned. So I guess that would be my answer for that. Um, you could say like uh, like Haikyuu and Aoshi, but I don't. I, even though they're sports anime, I don't think and that they're Aoshi hasn't had a long enough time for me to really even true like, sixteen true. episodes in right now. Uh, and Haikyuu, we're about to get like the fifth season, oh, yeah, something like that. So it's very hard to compare. I would say, um, I'd like to say uh, when it comes to shonen, and that I've been pretty interested in a lot of shonens, like Seven Deadly Sins. Okay, I, I stopped after the second season, as you know, I dropped it, and I'd say that I don't really like it anymore. I to compare it uh, is very tough since like it's not like JoJo's or anything like that. But I just yeah. gotta say. Seven Deadly Sins definitely has some wackiness to it and some perversion sure. and stuff like that for a shonen. And you can compare it to, like, let's say Demon Slayer. Let's do the same thing. And I just like what Demon Slayer is doing better. Yeah. Seven Deadly Sins, there's weapons. They all have their sacred weapons. There's supposed to be a lot of cool shit. But maybe it is the perversion. Maybe it's the, the lack of good animation. But Seven Deadly Sins isn't doing it, you know? Yeah, I get that. So I compare it to Demon Slayer. They're both kind of neck kind, and neck to Kind me. of the same idea. Yeah. I feel that, man. Like, I think about it. Like with Naruto and Yu Yu Hakusho. 
About the uh, same. You know what I mean? Kind of like another a, one where Naruto for me is just a whole nother level of you greatness. Love it. Like for me, and I didn't hate Naruto, but it was kind of it was a struggle to watch. You know what I mean? I had a better time reading Naruto than I did watching it. Which is crazy because for me, I, I like watching. I like even One Piece. I enjoy. Sure. I, I feel like I'd enjoy it more if I was watching Maybe. it. But it's so long. <laughs> yeah, and that's the it's yeah. just you go at such a faster pace. Exactly, um, reading is faster. But then, like a, with Yu Yu Hakusho, all the little filler bits I, they don't bother me at all. At well, not at all. Um, which you, I, I see that Naruto has the same thing, and like it does bother me in Naruto, and I, I swear that's a lot of nostalgia in me having a connection to Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, oh no, it's a big factor. Yeah. 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 Okay, let me crack this Red Bull. Gotta crack it open. All right, you ready for the next question? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, this is from user novel underscore temporary underscore 1269. How many underscores are we going to have? Enough. One, I Enough. Like, honestly, I know it's a pain in the ass to write, but I like putting an underscore in between each letter. Okay. You know, I like I like grammar, okay? All right. Um, but they ask, uh, character or characters that carried a show for you. So maybe a show that not that great. But this one character or these this set of characters made you keep watching. Bash the Stampede and Trigun. There we go. Heavily. Um, I've said it numerous times. And I know some people are like, dude, the story was fantastic. I just felt like with the amount of filler in in the middle. When I have my buddy Devin watching it with me saying, oh, it was great. We need to watch it. And then he got halfway into it. And then I was like, hey, you want to come over and finish it? Now I'm all set. Well, I think that means he was noticing because he even told me later on, man, it had a lot more filler that I remembered when I was younger. Because when we were younger, watching it, you know, on whatever Cartoon nothing's Network. Filler. No, nothing's filler. We, we, you know, we get to fill in our time. We're happy. And if it wasn't for the actor, which I keep forgetting his name, the voice actor Vash and all that stuff, I wouldn't have stuck around for the show. And a very old animation, too. Yeah. So. Yep. I'd say that's the big one that I could think of right at the top of my head. Also, Roroni Kenshin. Yeah, okay. I liked Kenshin. But we talked about there being a lot of filler. And I stopped at a certain point, and I haven't picked it up since. So, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it was just tough. It's I did the same exact thing, and I stopped right before the Kyoto arc, where things were actually. I starting really should to get pick good. it back up to get to it, but what it was for me is they added a kid, and the dub voice is just—it's so fucking <laughs> annoying. And he's just—he's the he's, kids just—they never have a good. He's just voice. an annoying kid who's like, "I want to avenge my dad, who was a samurai." Yeah, it's like I lost the- another one. Man down. Man down. <laughs> Um, so for me, like I'm scrolling through my mouth because I had one off the top of my head. And I'm like, I bet there's a better one. There's really not. Um, it's a uh, God Orimo. Like, oh, because you only st- st- stayed around for the girl. Like, okay, <laughs> it Koroneko for real. Like, she's that's not the only reason you watched it. You like you said, big... you're actually into the story for some reason. Kind of like, I'm, but I'm into the characters. Like, okay. I don't, I don't. I don't want to watch. I, I wasn't there for a story about a brother and a sister finding out that it's okay to love each other. I I didn't care. It's goddamn. Gold. I liked the weeb stuff better. But like, let's yeah, be yeah. honest. It, this Oremo at the end of the day was about a brother and a sister doing doing. We fucks. fell in love in a hopeless. It was place. about that more than a weeb trying to acclimate to society. But it was well, fun when they were doing their weeb it was stuff. Very fun. And you see how much she enjoyed it, but she had to hide it because, you know, she was a little embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like I I I wouldn't have finished it if the characters weren't like it's not like Attack on Titan, you know? I Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it before. I'm not in love with any of the characters from Attack on Titan. I just really like Attack on Titan, the plot, everything, like it's it's a whole package of amazingness. Uh Oremo's not a whole package of amazingness. Oremo Oremo's kind of a dumpster fire. 
it's kind of a bad show, like objectively. But then it's like Kirino and fucking Koroneko and watching them interact and then watching their little like romance with with the fucking brother. And it's like, again, I'm not here to watch a brother and a sister do fuck. I am. Um, you are. <laughs> but like, uh, that's that. I almost got invested because I not because I want to see. Not because it's like a taboo sexual thing yeah, for yeah. me. It's just I I liked these characters. I yeah, wanted they, to see, they were good characters. I'm not gonna lie, that was half of it for me. So. I wanted to see where they went. Um, I wanted to see them interact with the world. So yeah, like out of all the anime I'm scrolling through, like I either didn't like the anime or I liked the anime and the characters. But well, I have I have one where I thought about it is um Dorarara. I told you about that one. Oh for yeah, a while. okay. You know, I watch a lot of those shows that all sound similar, but Dorarara is a very long going show about um, a bunch of people living in like the heart of one of the, the, the cities. Why do I always forget the city's name? And I should know it because it's an actual real city in Tokyo. Um, Ikaba- Ikabukuro. Okay. Um, but really, when you look at it and when I ended it, the overall story to me, it's not convoluted. It has a good story. It makes sense. But it wasn't like, oh, my God, the most peak ending after like almost four seasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was all these masses of characters having their own lives and it all coming together as one, and then they're all interacting with each other. So kind of like what you're saying about Orimo, it's like when you look at it, the show doesn't have any grand design or grand plan for me. Dorara wasn't that one. But all the characters were interesting. All the motivations were kind of like real people, not, well, he needs to be here because yeah. he needs to be there. It, it all made sense, and I kind of enjoyed more of the, the like the camaraderie uh, camaraderie of all the characters. Yep, I dig it. So I, I'll say that that's another one for sure. So I've got a hot take one. Okay. Um, I think My Hero Academia. Like you don't even watch it anymore, so you can't I haven't say that. been keeping up. No, yeah, yeah. but like the only thing that got me through four Was seasons, Deku? not Deku specifically, oh, right. but like I like the characters. Like I like Kirishima. I love Mirio. I like Ochaku, even though she's not, she doesn't do a whole lot. Like, I really enjoy her. Yeah. Like, I, I, the UA students are fun. You know, I love when they, like, the episode where they go to the shopping mall. Like, I really enjoy that. But then I look at, like, My Hero Academia as, like, a story, and I'm like, oh, another training arc. Oh, oh boy. Oh, a, a big bad guy. He captured a guy. Oh, oh boy. I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. At the end of the day, like, it's cool to watch, but I, I'm not invested in, like, the story. I don't care about, like, the fucking po- politics of the world or fucking UA or like anything like that. It's just, I watch it. What I do watch of it. It's just fun to watch these characters interact. It's fun to see them. There's a lot of different character type personalities that like, you're going to find somebody in my hero academia that you can like attach to. But like, I love all the characters, like the fucking electric guy who was always electrocuting himself mm-hmm. he's awesome i love that he's guy. awesome any other anime is one of my favorite characters you know what i mean so i would i would say honestly if there's like maybe it's just like my favorite thing about my hero but the thing that kept me there was was the characters the plots like who gives a fuck but uh yeah i am kind of interested to see like is our deku and fucking Udaraka gonna hook up like are they gonna express i don't know maybe it's just the romance maybe it's all the high school vibes but yeah i'd say my hero fits that bill Yep, I've really got no others for that. Fair, fair. Let's see what else we got. These are other questions from people just coming up with, huh? This is just... Uh, Very interesting, these people just come up with these. Yeah, it's just your online community. You ask around and just see what other people are thinking. When you don't have a podcast to get your thoughts out on, I think uh, I think this is a good place to do it. Anyway, so uh, this one is from user Ultimate Nerd Reddit. 
Look at that. This I like is the that. Biggest nerd on Reddit right here. He's the ultimate nerd. Um, what's that one shonen trope that just grinds your fucking gears? Like, I know we're pretty lenient on shonen tropes, but what's one that you just say, I've had enough? Um, basically, the uh, whole, like, let me kind of like the joke. Let me tell you about my horrible, herageous, like terrible backstory. Oh, okay. Stop uh, like, the fight. The neji in the middle of the fucking Naruto yeah, fight. <laughs> I used to like, I like him sometimes, but like Naruto had it bad on some parts. But then as you like get into the Akatsuki and you get to learn every member, they do it differently. Yep. Like, you know, pain and stuff like that, where it's not done. All right. It's in the middle of the fight. Let's learn about him. They, it kind of like tells it after the fight or something okay. like that. Or someone's already dead, and then you find out, boom, this whole time, this is what's happened, this is what I went through, and then you're like, well, shit, now I like the guy. So there's good and bad, but no, it does bother me. Uh, a shonen trope, that's one of my my biggest ones, and I'm going to say this right here because I don't know if it's a shonen trope, but I, I've talked about it with, like, Comey Can't Communicate Season 2. I hate the pervy character. Sure, that's I just hate an that. anime It's trope. starting to get annoying for me, and I get, like, that's the whole joke. It's always, like, one or two, but... The, the character that's like almost like the Brock of Pokemon that has to flaunt over a girl every time he sees one. Like, oh, my God, that's a girl. Oh, my God. It reminds me of the Xbox people that when they finally hear a girl in chat, they have to like say, how big's my dick? and, and <laughs> Girl, girl, girl. It's like girl. I get some are younger, but it's like still people act immature even at a, a higher age. And it's like, come on, dude, we're way past this. And, you know, so I hate I hate the talking about the backstory because you love talking, but t- sometimes it's too much. Let's let's get to it later, and then the uh, the pervy characters. Yeah, I think for me, like one thing that it really annoys me, it's when like not so much plot armor, but when it's no matter what the situation is, it's the main character that's going to sweep in and win the fight. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z is probably oh, that the does biggest offender. Yeah. Um. So, and it, I I will admit, like shonen hasn't been as bad and but even like demon slayer has a little bit well that's what i was saying with tanjiro it's gotten to a point where i'm like i I i'm and i think uh ethan from weebology i'll mention that he's mentioned it's becoming an issue because you get those vibes of like okay i can just do anything because i'm tanjiro and i gotta get really good stronger than all the hashiras i don't like it because i'm i get i need you to earn it i need you to earn it or you know maybe i'm used to that hunter hunter aspect but just because i'm the main character doesn't mean i can rick ross everybody and rick roll or just go right through them and like i think there's an expectation that the main character is going to probably be the final fight with the big bad and that i'm okay with you know Mm -hmm. that that's why we're here you know we wanted to see naruto fight pain you know what i mean like that's that's what we're fucking here for at that point because you know you joke about it we're 500 episodes later and finally naruto's having his time we we're gonna allow him to have his time (laughs) exactly exactly but sage mode come on now but like i guess we'll just use as an easy example dragon ball z it's like there were times where oh my god piccolo just got way stronger but it's just doesn't last that long until just enough to last until goku gets there oh vegeta you just became really strong well i need you to go get your ass whooped by kid boo while goku charges his power so he can finish the fight it's just kind of annoying and if again if it happens at the end the big battle that's what i'm expecting but like i want more even though it does annoy me because I think JoJo's goes a little overboard to the other way, but I like how JoJo's is like we're gonna let yeah. we're gonna let Mista beat up three stand users, and then not fucking Narancha's gonna get to take care of two, and right. then 
oh, Jorno's a support character? What the fuck, you know? Yeah, they, that's the, the difference of JoJo's. It kind of takes your expectations. and put, I know, like, Jorno, while I was watching it, he's going to be fine. Yeah. But also, they will take out your main character and be like, don't even look to him. He's not involved He's not in going to help right now. No, so, and then it's like, okay. So I like that. And that opens up creativity, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I love about Shonen. That's probably my favorite thing about Shonen is the amount of creativity you can put into one of these action battle shows, and JoJo's does it perfectly. It says, I have this cool stand. Sometimes it says, I have this cool stand, and I'm not going to do a thing with it. Other times it's like, I have this cool idea, and I want to do five, six, seven fights with it. Like Jujutsu Kaisen, you have Gojo, which we already know can just take anybody out. So they've made it a way to where he's not involved every single conflict, because when he finally gets involved, it's over. Yep. So like your overtime guy, which is like Nanami or whatever like that, Gojo was nowhere near to help out in that situation. And you kind of have to still be nervous because this boy is trying his hardest to survive. Yep. So one thing I like about Black Clover, going back to that, is um, there is a lot of like Asta is the guy because he has the anti-magic sword and everybody else else uses magic. Right. So it's it's a cheat code, kind of. Yeah. But it can't kill everybody if you're just a way more skilled fucking mage then you can find ways around this anti-magic sword. So what this does is it uses Asta as like a centerpiece, but it, it takes the other side characters and uses their powers as legitimate support powers. Um, and I like that too, because it's like, yes, Asta might be the one dealing the final blow, but I think we can all agree that he wouldn't have gotten there without the help of these other friends. And it's yeah. I just like when all all the things you added into the show are combined mm-hmm. and, and used used to be good. Back to my hero, Deku. He has already beaten up. I can kick. How? What has Deku beaten? The three big bads so far. Essentially, except for all for one and one for all fighting each other. Oh, that, that was that. But that yeah, was okay. the only time where all you right, knew so Deku couldn't get involved. Maybe it's not quite as bad, but yeah. But you know what I mean. I just I like when other characters get some fucking time to shine, yeah. so they're not just there to cheer on Goku. You know. Yeah. That's probably my biggest one. I hear you. That's a good one. In your personal opinion. Which time period do you think is the best time period in the history of anime? So let's break it up into decades. Let's so say like nineties, two thousands, two thousand. What would you say is like the golden age of anime? Because personally, I we, you know, it's funny because we're we're talking about eventually doing the history of anime, and I've looked up what they yeah. called the golden age, which for for a lot of it would look like it was in the nineties. Yeah, a lot of it was the nineties because this is when Dragon Ball Z really sparked the fucking true, interest, really true. out there, Sailor Moon stuff yep. like that. So me personally, just because I think of all the classics we watch, like Dragon Ball Z, I grew up sure. on Yu Yu Hakusho. I would say it's the '90s, but then you got things like Trigun, where I watched was 1998, and I felt like, damn, like it's dated. Sure, it's not. And, and it wasn't yeah. that great for me. Never, nothing. Cowboy be- Bebop came out in the '90s. Exactly. A so lot of shit. Evangelion came out in the '90s. Yeah, it wasn't There's... Fully Cooly. Was that early 2000s? Ooh, I Wait. think Fully Cooly was 2000. We got which it. is very close. It's like right on that fucking line. Uh, I'm trying to look through. See well, that brings me to my, because like when I think about it, I can't take like a decade, like the 90s or the 80s or whatever, but I think personally the golden age of anime for me. 2000 was fully cool. Okay. So this is perfect. I think personally it's 1995 to 2005. Because okay. like think for me, like I love that 90s, like you said. It's like just when you think about it, the 90s makes sense to be the golden age, right? Mm-hmm. But most of the shit that I like from the 90s was like the late 90s. And I understand that Yu Yu Hakusho was 92. So I understand I'm leaving that out. I get that. But you look at like 
all the fucking amazing Ghibli films that were coming out in the fucking from 95 to, to 2005. You got like Spirited Away in that time. You got Howl's yeah, Moving Castle. Yeah. Late 90s, you have things like Evangelion and uh, Trigun, even though I haven't seen it. Cowboy Bebop, same idea. Like you have Black Lagoon was 2006, so right after 2005. Right but just look at like the classics of anime. Like we have all the big three were airing at that time. You had One Piece that fucking started airing in like 99. Same thing with Naruto and Bleach right around there, early 2000s. So those are, those are the big three. Like, probably some of the most popular anime of all time. You still had Dragon Ball Z in part of its run in the 90s. Yep. You had things like Evangelion and Cowboy Bebop, which I've already mentioned, which are like these these critically acclaimed masterpieces of anime. One Piece was starred in 1997. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You have these big three that are coming out. So it's like you have this mix of all these different anime where it's like some of them are these long-running epic adventures and then other ones are these 26 episode like art house fucking pieces so personally i think 95 to 2005 is my golden age no that i i would say the same thing i said 90s but because i was thinking of like early on for like yu yu Hakusho, i was being that guy um i forgot when inuyasha was out but i remember inuyasha, watching some I of that on cartoon like, network i think that was early 2000s again if i'm okay. not mistaken so yeah i think we can agree that like mid 90s to, to mid 2000s because i know there was that dead time like 2010 on yeah there where was a was couple ver- years where there was like a lot sword of art online helped out in 2012 yep. full metal alchemist brotherhood was 2010 so there were some good ones sprinkled sure, in there sure but they were sprinkled in like sprinkled, you said yeah. madoka magic only got 11 episodes and like that yep. was it and it's just anime didn't have a lot of money turn like 2010 there just wasn't a lot of money in the industry exactly yeah that's a cool one i like discussions like that that was a good question what's the golden age because there's no right answer and then of course not we'll talk to an old head one of these days and they'll be like nah bro the golden age of anime was 1962 to 1974 why don't you know that and i'll be like why (laughs) oh okay all right here's a fun one okay what is the most iconic anime sword Everyone talks about fucking Guts' fucking sword. Guts' sword, if you are if you know, like, if you're into the anime I don't sphere, even watch it enough or read it enough, and I know about that damn sword. It's not a sword. It's a giant hunk of steel. <laughs> right. It is said in the manga that it is not a sword. It's too Jesus. crude to be considered a sword. Um, Yeah, dude, so I'm looking. You got the Uchiha sword right over yeah, there. Yeah, see, That's I'm a- not even a big fan of Sasuke's uh, Uchiha sword, but I love the idea of it. Uh, I like ones that, it, as you can see, it doesn't have like a, uh, what is that called that goes around? Is that the hilt or is that the... Uh, yeah, um, there's a like different... A traditional there's samurai a word sword. for a ka- the part on the katana, I don't yeah. remember, but it would wow. be what the hilt is. I should know this shit. I'm bad at this now. No, I know, it, I know what you mean, and I've watched enough YouTube clips to know what that fucking part of the katana is. I just don't. But yeah, this is more of like a ninja style with no hilt. It uh, the style of it is more of an assassin. Yeah, and, and Kirito's sword, no matter what, I I've always enjoyed his black swords or his mint green fucking sword that he got like from a like the I think it was like with the scales of a dragon or something like that. Anything with swords, I already love. So I like the flame Hashiras from fucking Ren Goku. That is cool. Yeah. That's what I mean. I like I like just the traditional one from Sword of the Stranger. I, I just like any kind of sword, but I'd say the most iconic is literally going to be either Guts's sword for me or Trunks' sword. I was gonna I, that was Trunks' my next sword. One. Like when he sliced up Frieza, it changed my life when yeah. it came to like how swords work. And it's funny too because so. like it, Trunks' sword isn't one of those ones that you'll it gets it, broken. 
But like, if you see <laughs> the sword, like just in a in a pile of swords, you might not look at it and immediately think that's Trunks' sword. Y- yeah. But when you see it on his back, it's or you it's put that. it on your back and see someone. It's like either you're gonna think that's Link's sword from yeah. Zelda, or you're gonna think it's Trunks' is how the, they hold it. You know. The, you know what? Zelda's probably had a fucking anime made. There's probably a Legend of Zelda anime, so the Master Sword would probably... I mean, I guess that could count. Right. That's a very iconic sword. Very cool, too. Like, I think the Master Sword's badass. I'm not even a big Zelda. I don't like Zelda, the games, but Master Sword's fucking cool. All right, here's... uh, Let's see if we got any for this one. What thing in anime really pulls you out of the story? Like, what's something that anime does? Doesn't have to be all anime, but, like, certain animes that just really take you out of the immersion. I think, for me, it's having prominent characters with like having too many background characters where they don't put the detail in you know what i mean i definitely yeah when they don't have eyes or faces when they don't have eyes when they're um when they're very just like sometimes they're just like gray people and they they have no color to them they're just drawn like the people in the bathroom stalls type deal that really fucks me up like you don't have to put a bunch of detail in i'd even be okay if you make like the background people cg yeah see my and these are some ones you got to think. Because um, I have this weird thing where I'm all about acting. Sure. So if I switch to a dub because I'm going for more easy access, I can do, like like you said, eat my yogurt while I'm fucking... It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. But I will say, and I, it's just a thing because maybe I'm not seeing their reactions since I hear it in English. I expect a different reaction you know, from America-based. But sometimes anime dubs are so bad i immediately get out of the scene like if they're trying to be emotional and i don't feel it yeah. from the deliverance hence why sub maybe because it's in another language but they they i know how much care they put into it because it's such a big commodity in japan yeah. to voice act while in america you can be an actual actor voice acting is like second nature well and plus there's this weird like you know how on uh, we've seen sea dog videos like yeah. i went on and found anime voice actors and there's this weird like like inflection that people do. It's yeah. like the anime boy be like, "Wow, hi senpai. How are you yeah. today?" And it's, and it's just it's fucking awful sometimes. What was it? Um the one with Marin. Why the hell did I forget my dress up darling? Yes. Where you said it started bothering you because she kept saying uh what was the word? Um totes. Oh, yeah, because the there was just so much. Of, like always saying, totes cool, totes cool. There was a lot like of that, like, I'm going to talk like a teenager. And, and act- it's in dub, and didn't that take you out a little? Like, that's annoying. It was kind of annoying. I would say the acting was fine. It was I'm the, sure, it was but, the script. It was the oh, dialogue yeah. itself. But that's, that's the type of stuff. When you told me that, I could, I'm like, in sub, it didn't take me out of it. But I could see, like, where I'm like, I hear someone saying totes like someone from America. Yeah. And it's a Japanese animation. of It's like, ah, I could, it could take me out. And... So what I'll do is sometimes I'll hear a dub line or something that I think should be delivered a certain way, and I hear it, and I go, well, that's not anything like you should be doing. Like, that person just died in front of you. I don't know, stuff like that. So that takes me out of it because I'm being a critical asshole. Okay. But that's it. Nothing is taking me out of anime because when I watch a story, I'm either in it or I'm not. But if it's taking me out of it, it's usually the acting. Yeah, I feel that. So. Yeah, I, I would agree if I if besides the like background characters being blobs of gray. Bad, that too. Yes. Bad dub, like I think it's casting and um, script writing. Those are the two yeah. things that'll really ruin a fucking an anime dub for me. Like in Rising of the Shield Hero, uh, I'm listening to a girl talk about her horrible backstory, the new girl, the green hair girl, and then she's wearing a chicken outfit. I can't take you seriously. Yeah. 
I get that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I get it's a joke, but not when you're talking seriously. Yeah. JoJo's I, separates that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or <laughs> you know? it's it's literally one in the same. It's yes. like, it's a joke, but it's also being taken seriously. Like yeah. it's But it's, not like a sad story. They don't try to make it funny and sad. No, it'd be it, one yeah. thing if this bitch came out and was like, I am in the almighty chicken suit and nothing will ever stop yeah, me I when I wear it. this. I am ultimately powerful. Then it's kind of a, it's a joke. Yeah, it's exactly. a meme. Um... All right, here's uh, we're gonna get into some fucking power scaling here. Also, I forgot to read the users' names for the last like three questions, so I- I'm okay. sorry, I apologize. Um, but we're gonna get back on that. This is from user Revelry Revelry. Oh boy, um, Revelry Revelry. JD, in in your opinion, who's the strongest anime character? Goku. Is you think so? <laughs> You think so? I don't know. Yeah, it's just a this jo- is just a goof. I don't. At this point, it's just a it's a running joke. But like, because you know, some I I think I'm even reading that they're really trying to make Vegeta win against Goku in the next like fucking chapter they're making in the manga. But I'm so over Dragon Ball at this point. But yeah, yeah, I I truly can't think of like if you're gonna put like unless they're all the universes are in the same universe. I always say Goku's going to win because he'll always find a way to get that much stronger while everybody else does the same thing, but they eventually just, like, they don't know how to make the person seem like they've gotten stronger. Like, even Naruto, I feel like they still nerf the shit out of him, yeah. even though I've seen shit in Baruto because I watch certain other clips, and I'm like, okay, so he can do this, but he can't do that. So I have to say Goku. I, I truly do believe it's Goku. You could say it could be gods from other shows, like actual literal gods, yeah. but fucking Goku fights gods. He literally does now. I, well, so yeah, Goku. He spars with the god I, of death. I've watched a lot of things, but I've cut down on the 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 shonen, and of course, I just started Bleach. So uh, yeah, it's it's Goku. Okay, come at me. Yeah, that makes sense, <laughs> dude. I just didn't know if you were gonna. What go. do you got? I don't know. Are you gonna say Mob from Mob Psycho? No, though. I know you've been running. It's that. actually from the same author, though. Believe it or not, I think Saitama. Just because it's Saitama, a, yeah. It's a parody. So it's like it's yeah, a, Goku versus Saitama. And that's yeah. the age old, but like it because he's a parody, you have to assume that nobody will like no matter how much time and effort someone else puts in, they will just get waxed by Saitama. You know what I mean? Because it's a fucking parody and it's not supposed to be taken seriously. So yeah. you could watch Goku fight every god of destruction, beat their ass. He could become the single one god. What's that Zeno dude who can destroy universes? I think his name is Zeno. Yeah. yeah. He he could become him. He could get all his powers, be able to destroy a universe with the fucking blink of an eye. Yep. And Saitama would still go and bitch slap him once. Probably. And that would be over. Because you know, he probably does beat Goku. Because yeah. it's a parody. Yeah, and yeah. Because that's what the, either the least expected thing or at this point maybe the most expected. Right. Um. So that one I just, I wanted to see. We got to throw it out there every now and then. No worries. So this one, I don't know if, I don't know if this one will apply to you, but I do want to ask because I am curious. It is from user KKULVM. I don't know if that's supposed to spell something up, but either mm. way. Has an anime ever made you feel deeply, intensely sad after you finished it? Okay. Uh, well, Sword of the Stranger hit me pretty good because that ending kind of hurt me a little bit, but it was also really emotional, more like a bunch of things. It was uh, almost bittersweet. Bittersweet. Uh, finally watching the Neon Genesis movie had me like sitting there questioning life, and I said, fuck you for making me watch that. But I didn't. I didn't get all teary eyed and sad. I just kind of sat there and thought. More existential dread. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Bro. And Kataro lives alone. I I didn't have as much trauma growing up to think of like things you were when you yeah. were watching to make you really sad. But I definitely was more like, man, this kid went through it all. So I was sad there. But when I finished it, I just wanted more, not more of sad. So I, I haven't had a very 
very sad anime, in my opinion, where I just was like, I had to sit there, cry for like five, ten minutes, and move on. Naruto was bittersweet, but I didn't cry at the end. I was yeah. just like, I'm glad I'm done. It's it's the 500 episode journey is over, and you're it like, what do big, I do like, with wow, my life? Yeah, what do I do with my life? I've never, but I also have no soul, so I don't get very emotional. Um, no, so, that's fair, dude. Yeah, I can't. I sorry, I can't come up with that one. Well, for me, for I, you, it's Gurren Lagann. Yeah, well, <laughs> but that was more of an inspiration. Okay, thing. like okay. it was happy tears for Gurren Lagann. Um, I think most of mine kind of fall in line with you and um, the end of Evangelion. Where it's like it's not like I was bawling my eyes out saying life's not worth living or whatever, but yeah, you it's like you you sit there for twenty minutes after the show's finished, and you just you're like, why am I alive? Not in not in like a, I need to die. You're just straight up questioning like the legitimacy of life itself, right? Because you're that fucking blown away. So I I will agree. The end of Evangelion when I. First time I watched that, I just I stared at my TV, gate mouth. What about Fruits Basket? I know you were a big thing about Fruits the ending Basket, of Fruits Basket. Fruits Basket again, dude. It's it's a it's a happy tears ending. Oh, okay, like, that's Fruits good. Basket is a good ending. Not to spoil anything, but it's not no not not everybody dies at the end. But like, damn it, I'm just kidding. And it's not an anime, but it does fall into the manga. But Oyasumi Poon Poon, man, like that really. I was emotionally shocked at the end of it. I but don't almost think that show is made to make you kind of get emotional. It really yeah. is made to fucking really screw with your reality and make you just question shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and not even, not in like a paprika way where it's like, what is actually real? Just like more of an emotional on the human condition thing. Right. Poon Poon really fucked me up as, but I think everybody knows that. Yeah. Um. So that, that one and like more than you, but like Kataro, after watching that sent me there were some other things going on in my life but that sent me into like a a week long depression i truly like I think li- you need to watch it again Maybe. when you're not going through cuz i feel like that was the worst timing for you i did and, and i it may have lowered your rating too cuz you're like it's just too sad it just hurt so <laughs> yeah, bad yeah. but it was really good but like i've poon poon fucked me up for a couple of days i was sitting there kind of like yeah. whoa I no anime has legitimately sent me into an actual like depressive episode like Katara Lives Alone. And again, I think that has a lot to do with circumstances or in my yeah. life when I watched it. But still, dude, like I went to I went and sought out mental health treatment like a week <laughs> or two after I fucking watched Kataro. So that would be my Yeah. That would definitely be my answer. Glad shit. to be here for you. That shit hurted, <laughs> bro. That shit hurted. And if you haven't watched Katara Lives Alone, everyone. Okay, here's one. And I know I've given my answer. If you're a long-time listener, you know what I'm going to say. But um, what anime did you love but will probably never rewatch? Like, are there any anime out there that, like, you enjoyed? You're happy you watched it. You enjoyed it. But if someone said, hey, you want to rewatch this, you're probably going to be like, meh. See, that goes against what I always say because if it's eight or higher, I always say I'll rewatch it. True. So, and that means I loved it. So it's like if I wouldn't rewatch it, that means I defeated my own purpose. So I, I have to go against myself here in a way. But is there any anime you've ever watched that you're like, you can't deny the quality of the anime? For me, it's Code Geass. Like, I cannot deny the quality of Code Geass. Like, it has so much to love. But you need a fucking. I needed a yarn board. You know what's to crazy is I really love Black Lagoon, but knowing that it never has an ending, I don't think I'd rewatch it. Yeah. Because I don't want to go through that all again and then just end and nothing gets. It's, it, I guess it's not an overall story where it needs to have an ending, but it definitely seemed like it because the way it ended, and you know how it ended, where it's like they're at the airport and stuff like that, and it's like it's gonna con- something's going to go. You know there's more and to the story. And it's just done. 
So I feel like it's more of just because it's not finished. But if it was going to be something that's finished, I may not rewatch again, but I'll watch anything new that comes out to see if it sucks anymore. It's sort of online. Okay. I don't think I'm ever going to watch it again. Yeah. Um, there's no reason for me to ever go back. Uh, like, I want to watch the movie that takes place of, like, Asuna. Yeah, the progressive So movies. I can see that. Sure, yeah. But it's not like I got to, like, you know, die to watch it. So I'd say that. So, like, I don't think anyone's ever going to ask me to rewatch it, but I wouldn't be dying. Um, I know Devin's like, is that good? And I'm like, ugh, the first half's good. It's not worth it. And that's why I told him. I got to be honest. I like it, but I, I don't need to rewatch it. Is it, it worth the journey? Like, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think also for me, um, The Promised Neverland, season one. I loved it. It's, oh yeah, that makes I would never watch it again because you yep. know that like it, it, there is more, and it's like I there have been times where I've thought like I want to rewatch it just to experience it, but then it's like you know, it's you just know what's behind door number two, and it's bad. It's all bad. So I think if I if I do re go through the Promised Neverland, I'll probably just read the manga. It's not yeah. an anime that has a like the. And anime. we're probably not going to read the manga now that we already got the conclusion of the of the story. I mean, I'd like to see. I know there's a couple arcs that they skip. Like, I'd like to yeah. see what we missed in between and what the story was supposed to be. Kind of like how I went through and was reading Claymore for a while. Right. I know how it ends, but I know there's a bunch of shit in the middle that I want to see too. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, either the promise Neverland or Code Geass for me. Okay. Let's see. Let's at least find one more. Is Comey can't communicate good? Yes, it is. It's amazing. <laughs> also, that last question. My hot take was going to be about like comparing Comey versus Kaguya-sama because I think Comey's better. But they're not very that similar. No. So that's why I didn't compare them. They're and only... I like Kaguya. It's just not as good as people say. Yeah, you me. would need to just compare. You know? At that point, you would need to compare yeah. um, just high school romance. They both have point. a purple-haired uh, third character, though, Najimi and uh, Chika. True. That's the True. only comparison I can uh, give right there. I feel and, that. But guess what? Who wins, Najimi or Chika? Ooh. For me, it's Najimi. I feel that, though. Yeah. I like Chika. That's, yeah. a t- that's a tough one. That's that is not a t- easy. We, You know what? We're going to have that debate later. That's a good one. Um, yeah. By the way, that last question, the actual question um, that we that we asked, not the Comey one, that one was from uh, user Capital AJ. Capital AJ. I just want right. to give these people shouts out since we're using their fucking questions. Oh, of so, course. You know, again, you're pro- nobody here is probably listening, but uh, fuck it. All right, why not? This will be a, uh, just one that we can end on, and it's a good one, and we've probably talked about it before, but it's been a while. What's that? It's the best antagonist in anime. Woo! There's some good ones. Right? Oh. That's a tough one, dude. I like Dio. Dio's I good. I really do like Dio, but then when I think about when I watch part three, it's like he's in it for maybe like the last six episodes. Really? Yeah. He's like mentioned, seen like in his bedroom in the dark. That's it. He's not really involved in part three out of 48 goddamn episodes. It's just funny. It's so. funny because, like, Dio, it's like you want to talk about antagonist. He's like this cosmic antagonist. Like, even when he's not around in the show, yeah. something that he did or some one of his homies is antagonizing the fucking mm. Joe Stars. Like, it's just, it never ends. You can trace everything back to Dio. And I like Madara because, like, most of the shit, he's the reason everything is going the way it is in Naruto. But then they have to pull the wool over your eyes and say, fuck you. Instead, it was God's plan. And shit happens, and then you, they just make Madara look like a bitch for a minute. It's just so I can't say that for the ultimate antagonist. Then we have Psychopaths, which I I fucking Kirishima, oh dude. Kirishima was amazing, was ridiculously good. One of my favorite ones of all time, the one on one versus M two, and it came to a conclusion. Oh my god, that was good. 
Wow, I'm having a hard time. I hate Griffith with a passion, yet I don't know enough about Berserk to really say is he the best antagonist. I'm just sitting here going deep into my own mind of all the no, antagonists. No, dude, this is this is why. Yeah, it's Kiritsugu's like, not an antagonist, technically. No, Kirei, though. Kirei is, but I'm not as big of a fan as you are with him. You just love an idea of a man questioning who he is and then finally accepting the evil that's in his heart. I mean, I I don't like Which who is he true. became. He's just pure, yeah, but, but yeah. he's just pure, hateful, killing man. Nice to see a man know who he is. <laughs> it's heart, it's, it's nice to see someone commit to their evil ways. This is, you know, this is one of those questions where there is a difference between best and favorite. Yeah, I was going to say favorite or are we going like best, like probably the best overall. The question does ask um, the best. And also, this is from user Aaron Yeager, 12367. Okay. Aaron Yeager. Aaron Yeager. Yeah, oh, yeah. you know what? You know what? He became one. Yeah, I'm going to go with Aaron Yeager. Yeah, we won't say too much more about it. Uh, I finished the manga and say what you want, the back and forth between things in the end. He became an antagonist, but I think it was what I would have done. That's okay. what you got to do. No, I feel that, dude. Yeah, so I, I want to say things and I can't. God damn it. This is what it is to be advanced and know the ending of a manga <laughs> that no one knows the ending of the show yet. Yeah, you can't even say things to me off recording. No. Because I'm a good boy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what's yours? I'll say Aaron Yeager for sure, but uh, Dio is always going to be a great antagonist. Dio's he, great. He won the tournament, so. Yeah, true, true. Um, hmm, it's fucking tough, dude, because it's like you want to talk about best. I think my favorite, like, I've, I've gone back and forth, but, like, I love Tagoro from Yu Yu Hakusho. I think it's like you're, a, yeah, yeah, you're a villain. That's a favorite. I think Sensui's probably a better villain because he actually wanted to, like, destroy the world yeah, he lost it and he Tagoro wanted... wanted to figure his shit out and like if the Be world the strongest got to, too if the world got destroyed in the process who cares but like i love him because he was he's the best antagonist for the protagonist like yeah just and i mean all Tagoro did was antagonize yusuke like yusuke didn't want to join the dark tournament and Tagoro until Tagoro threatened his entire family yeah Yusuke didn't want Kuwabara to almost get killed until Tagoro walked up to him and stabbed him with his fucking fingers. <laughs> Tagoro spent the entire Dark Tournament fucking with Yusuke. Yeah, yeah. So, like, damn, dude. Like, there's probably a more nuanced character. There's probably a better character. But I'm going to say Tagoro for my favorite and the best just because, like, when you break it down so much, it's like the antagonist is the antagonizing force to the protagonist. And, again, Tagoro did nothing but fuck yeah. with Yusuke Mostly because it, of who his fucking he mentor was. Yeah, yeah. He was just an asshole, dude. Yeah. He just for, continued to put his back against the wall so Tagoro could get what he wanted specifically. I also like Askeladd. Askeladd. I is, like to count him as an antagonist. <laughs> oh, my God. He's he's one of the most nuanced characters yeah. ever written, and he's around for the fucking prequel. He's still talked about, even though it's like a prequel, and that's when he's involved. Everyone's like, Askeladd's like goaded already. He is, yeah, man. So. And he fucking shout out to all the Welshmen out there. But <laughs> yeah. like the fucking badass, dude. Uh, and yeah, just you can break down his character. After 26 episodes or whatever, Vinland Saga season one, yep. we could spend 10 hours breaking down Askeladd's character and still... You know, like the D and D alignment chart, where it's like true neutral, chaotic oh, yeah. neutral, chaos. Wait, where the fuck it. do we put Askeladd? He's like, he's like chaotic neutral, maybe true chaos neutral. Or is he true neutral, dude? <laughs> true like, neutral. is is he just the? I most don't see he's true neutral because when it comes to Welsh, like Wales, he's defending of it, so you're not neutral. But that's like, but you're also good, but, like, but you're chaotic. But he like follows the law a lot of the time, which would make him like a a lawful 
But, but then, then he'll kill people and then not like he'll kill the scouts that show up and say, We gotta get there first, so they don't. Yeah. It's like that's not a good person. Where do you put this motherfucker? Yeah, yeah. And then like we haven't even talked about Marowem from Hunter Hunter for me. Like To you, he's, he's not an antagonist. I he, <laughs> he is and he isn't. It's like it's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. There are just so many good antagonists and villains in anime. We brought up a bunch earlier, like Kirishima, bro. Yep. Kirishima's goaded, bro. But I like your pick too. So yeah, yeah. That um, I think that's a good place to end it. I think that'll before we uh, get too much, Absolutely. too many Reddit questions. And I think if you guys like this or like topics like this, let us know. Pull from Reddit more often. I would be much more willing to do this again. I think this is fun. I like I like the quick fire topics. And yeah, maybe if I'm scrolling through Reddit as I do, maybe often, I'll be more prepared because you had me thinking on some of these. I'm like, shit, I haven't really thought of this for a long time now. Yeah, and again, you know what? I, I'll say it right now. We're not opposed to stealing content, as long as we give credit. No, you get your recognition. <laughs> we give credit, yeah. but yeah, if we say, if you're a Reddit user and you post a cool question, it might end up on the Anime Brothers podcast for a topic. There you go, for show. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, as far as business stuff goes, we asked earlier, but uh, please, if you listen on Spotify, give us a rating. It's really, really important to help grow the podcast, and uh, we have a goal to try to get 100 ratings. JD just drew a heart, and it, it was actually pretty good. Thank you. Better than most of the hearts I've drawn. But yeah, we're trying to get to 100 ratings by March of uh, by this upcoming March. And if y'all do that, I will do an entire episode in some ridiculous fucking cheerleader cosplay or something. It'll be fun. So yes, uh, please rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else that uh, you are allowed to. Join the Discord. Uh, hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. All those links are in the show notes. And if you really, really like the uh, content today, especially that patron Q&A, and you want to get in on that for a dollar a month, you can join the Patreon at patreon.com slash Anime Brothers Podcast. You get in, uh, you, you get into the Discord chat that is exclusive for patrons. Mm-hmm. You can drop a question in for the Q&A. We brought it up earlier, but we're going to have extra episodes coming uh, out very quite soon. Quite a bit coming, too. So. so if you want those extra episodes early, join the Patreon you get them a week earlier than everybody else to, to make it worth that dollar a month. Mm-hmm. I think that's all the all the plugs I got to do. Nobody wants everything. to give us money to say their company name. If you'd like to give us money to say your company name on the podcast, hit us up. Let the us most know. Most important thing is everybody stay cool out there. No matter where you are, we're all feeling the heat. Yeah, stay so, hydrated, yeah, Stay everybody. hydrated, stay cool. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and we will see you for the next episode of The Anime Brothers. Be safe, y'all. We love you. Woo!